Welcome, everyone. This is uh, Sean Eakins. I'm the general manager for the Sacramento Natural Food Co-op. Today, I'm here to talk about uh, the Co-op Scoop. It's our audio podcast, and we're going to be featuring interviews with farmers, food artisans, co-op movers and shakers, and even some bakers. Every week, we intend to bring you a large scoop of food knowledge, highlighting one of the most bountiful food regions in all the land. Hello, everyone. This is Sean Eakins back again with the Co-op Scoop. And today we're going to talk to another producer that the new product line we brought in. Um, Pamela, who is a native Sacramentan, born at Mercy Hospital just down the road and has always lived in the Tahoe Park, Talak Village area of the city. She's recently retired and is now 100% devoted to growing the Puzigata Jamaica brand. One of her favorite pastimes is traveling to her beloved Mexico and to savor every nuance of her family's motherland. In 2017, walking the city streets in search of street food and agua fresca, she stumbled upon a Jamaica tea so fresh and delicious that it incited a memory that transported her back 50 years to her grandmother's backyard. Her grandmother's recipe is gone, but she has managed to create her own unique tea based upon her her conversations with the women of Mexico and the memory of her grandmother. Welcome, Pam. Thank you so much. It's um, really great to be here. I love the co-op so much. I've, I've, uh, I've just enjoyed all my time spending with all your uh, employees and also shopping there. Yes, well, we appreciate it. And we're so excited to bring this line in. I'm a big tea fan, so I can't wait to try this one out. So, um, but the, uh, the Puzi got the Jamaica. It's a line of tea that you make from hibiscus flowers and spices that are products available here at the co-op. Um, and you're a graduate of the Alchemist Kitchen um, incubator program in 2020. Um, you know, we mentioned it in the in the intro, but really, what's your idea of making these beverages? Like, how did it really become an inspiration to want to do it? Well, you hit on it in the intro that I, I love to travel to Mexico. And I love the food. I love every aspect of Mexico. but um, I, I love agua fresca. I mean, it's just, it's just delicious. And uh, whenever I would return to Sacramento, I would seek out um, some, anything, agua fresca, the Jamaica, and um, was always disappointed. Either it was, I found out it was either made from a concentrate with no hibiscus flour even um, in the recipe, or it was made from a powder. And, and in one right. of those gurgling machines that you see, the restaurant, <laughs> right? And those are usually the power yes. or the syrup, and powder or the syrup. And, um, but nothing ever made with real, authentic flour and the flavors of what I had gleaned when I, on my travel. So I came home right. and I started um, playing with the recipe. Um, I had spoken to the women of Mexico in my very uh, broken Spanglish, because that's that's what I'm proficient in. And um, <laughs> I was able to learn a lot about the flour, the properties of the flour, how to brew it, how to um, work with it. Uh, there's a lot of science behind it, and it's not just about brewing tea. There's a lot of tradition, right. and that's what I bring to Pusigata uh, Jamaica. Nice. And then how many products did you, um, you know, did you decide to do and uh, what are they? Currently, there are four blends based on the original blend um, that I started with about 2018. And I can't remember uh, exactly when, but um, 
started out with that product and then the uh, was successful with that. I would just share it with family and friends and they all loved it. And I thought it was good, but I didn't think it was great, but everybody said it was great. So I started to believe them. But then the pandemic hit and we were all in shelter in place and I was just looking for something to create. And uh, I was thinking, I was out in my garden and I said, well, what would be a good blend? And something said hum, jalapeno. And so I have a jalapeno blend that I worked with through the oh, pandemic wow. and uh, perfected that. And then I added a nopal blend, which is cactus. And then I have an aglio blend, which is um, less sugar. So uh, all the blends are based on something that is very sacred or special in the diet of Mexico. Okay. Very cool. Yeah, I'm excited. I have to try the uh, jalapeno. It's that sounds it's delicious. <laughs> um, and then, how did you come up with the name, the Puzigata Jamaica, and uh, what does it mean? Well, I am. I'm a byproduct of the '60s, um, and I loved Saturday morning cartoons. And one of my favorite cartoons was Speedy Gonzalez and and you know Sylvester, and yes, Speedy is the fastest mouse in all of Mexico. And he was very fluent in Spanglish, and that's where I learned my Spanglish. And he was always <laughs> so much smarter than Sylvester. He was able to outrun, outmaneuver, outthink Sylvester. So um, I, just, I just loved him. And uh, fast forward like 50 years, my best friend moved to Colombia. And she asked me to, I would take care of her cat. And I renamed her cat Gato. And um, <laughs> I started to call him Pussy Gato. And then um, I needed a name for my product. So I just uh, changed, the, changed the Gato to Feminine. And let's see. And then I used, I played off the Y, made it a middle initial. And then I just, Pussy got the Jamaica. So, and I wanted cleverness in, in the name. And I think that's pretty yeah. clever. It is. Yeah. I would, uh, I was so interested to hear. So that's awesome. And I do very much remember oh, that cartoon. Yeah. <laughs> I love Mary that. Very melodies. <laughs> yes. Looney Tunes, the best. And you had to wait, right? Until the weekend. You couldn't watch I, it all the time like know, they have today. Every day. Every <laughs> Saturday was it. It was the only time for cartoons. Yep. You know, not, not on every day. Not on demand. Yep. And then why was it important for you to make, not only make the product, but use all natural ingredients um, with no preservatives or artific artificial flavors or colors? Well, I wanted to keep the recipe as true to what I had learned in Mexico and what I had developed here and didn't call for anything artificial. Uh, women in Mexico make their tea daily and use nothing but whole natural ingredients. And um, I just wanted to remain true to that and just healthier, taste better. Uh, shelf life's still good. So, Right. Yeah. No, absolutely. And then we we talked beforehand about the Alchemist Kitchen, um, you know, and how, the, how they help local food entrepreneurs. And we've had them as a guest on here as well. And uh, 
but how did they help you with business planning and development? And really, uh, you know, they help a lot of people's dreams come true, but, uh, how did you discover the program? And, you know, what was it like going through that process? This is the best story. I mean, great things do come out of the pandemic and shelter in place. So, um, world was upside down early on in the pandemic and the co-op had changed its hours to accommodate everything that was upside down world and i needed to know what the new hours were found those but i also started to surf through um, some information and i saw some information about the um, micro academy and i said well that sounds interesting shelter in place anyway people it's been telling me I needed to get this product out to the world. So I just, um, <laughs> I started to, I, I, let's see what happened. I went to one of the information sessions and I thought it was a good fit. So I applied and I was accepted. And the Alchemist has, uh, the Micro Academy is a 12 week program that um, introduces the participants to all the aspects of running and owning a business so that you, at the end of it, you can make an informed decision on whether this business is viable, whether you're, um, it's something that, yeah, maybe there's a possibility um, or maybe there's like too much work involved to start your own business. So right, you have, right. they give you a lot of information. So um, at the end of that, I thought, you know what? I think, I think this is a good match. And I, and I applied to the um, incubator program and was accepted into that. And, you know, they've helped me along with this whole process. I mean, it hasn't been seamless or effortless, but I mean, certainly they have shown me the way and, um, right. And, and it's, uh, I'm just really grateful to Jacob and the alchemist. Um, yeah. Right. Well, and I think something that uh, a lot of people don't realize, it's not easy to find a commercial kitchen um, to rent that's affordable um, and also allows just space and equipment that you need to do large batches. Um, so how did you navigate that part? And uh, did the Alchemist Kitchen, you know, were they able to help you with that? You know, uh, the Alchemist program um, is pretty self-contained. So is the kitchen. Um, we are fortunate that we've had a kitchen for a little over a year and it has everything everything that I could need to run my business effectively within the um, framework that is the state, the county, and the city um, because you have to jump through a lot of hoops to, uh, let's see, get permits, licenses, uh, <laughs> yes, and, and all that stuff. I mean, I had to submit a very <laughs> Extensive standard operating procedure and a hazard analysis to the state, and uh, it was it was a grueling time because they just kind of leave you hanging, suspended for months. Right. Yes, I can imagine just anything uh, with permitting in general. But when you start talking food, yes, that's a whole another level. I don't think a lot of people realize mm -hmm. it's uh, not easy. Yeah, you know. Um, and excuse then, me. Come on. Okay. Well, I was just going to say that. It, um it's made my decision to do to run my own business much easier than if I would have right. pursued the business without any support because I would have just been floundering. Right. Um, I wouldn't have even known what the first thing to do is. So um, I'm really grateful. 
Well, that was, that's what I was actually going to mention. I mean, starting a business not only is difficult, but it's also risky, you know, and there are a lot of permits and certificates. But um, I think on top of that, like really, how did the alchemists, did they kind of give you kind of a, I guess, a real expectation of the hurdles that you were going to face? Yes, yes. And, and, and the guest <laughs> speakers, you know, because it's it's a 50-50 chance. It's like with anything in life, it's like kind of a crap sheet. Right, you know, right. You have to have, even though there is a lot of, there is a, still a lot of fear for me, especially with my ribs, the way they are right now, and I can't work. So there's yes. been all kinds of things ruminated in my head, and, uh, but that's not the case. I, I know that I have a lot of support, and I've had a lot of people step up to the plate to help. Well, I'm excited that uh, we've got you on our shelves now, and I think that'll be a, a good good thing for you as well. I was it was real. It was a lot of fun doing the um, product demonstration uh, a few weeks ago. I, I was able to speak to a lot of your patrons. They were really excited about the product. Uh, it, it is. Yeah, and you're welcome to come back anytime. It is you want delicious. To do that, I so. want you to go down there and get <laughs> some because I mean, it'll it changes your mood literally, and that's what the Jamaica is supposed to do. Um, traditional, right? Oh, no, I plan on grabbing that with the jalapeno okay. <laughs> and probably original, too, so I can compare. <laughs> um, and then what, what advice would you now pass along just somebody else that might have that dream uh, to start their own beverage business in the retail industry? Um, don't let the obstacles, the seemingly seeming ob- obstacles, um, discourage you or the fear that might be ruminating in your in your body um don't let that guide you guide, uh, right. go with your go with your heart and what you what your you know you know because that fear will just stagnate you yes mm-hmm. yes no totally i uh i had my own business at one point i know that feeling just have to push <laughs> through it yes um, then you've developed, you know, like you said, quite a following, um, you know, and you have other retailers besides us, I believe. And um, just what's that process been like um, getting your products, you know, into these establishments? And um, and do you have a distributor now that you can uh, get to a wider audience or is that something in the plans? Wow. Um, you know, I have been lucky. Uh, my first. My first. Store was the co-op. And I was just elated when I walked out of there. I was in such a state of, of, of a high <laughs> that I thought I could do anything. And that's when, when all the other stores fell into place. I went and uh, spoke to them. But I know that when I left the co-op parking lot, I've lived in Sacramento all my life. That was part of my intro. I got lost going home three times. That's, that's how just <laughs> um, how happy I was in my my joy, you know, um, and my other distributors just follow. I mean, my other stores just followed into place. I, re- I recently picked up another one. So I'm going to be in Davis and I'm uh, looking forward to that because that's my, I'm a graduate of the, the university there and I've always wanted to yes. have my product in Davis. And uh, right. so far the, the journey has been easy with my, Stores, 
the thing that has been the most nerve wracking is just the waiting. So if you're waiting for permits, you just have to wait. And um, what I did during those times was I perfected everything. I made sure I had product. I made sure I had, um, when the time came to brew, everything was just in place. And uh, I perfected the product. I uh, wrote down all the recipes and put them on the cloud and just made sure everything was ready for that time. So there's, there's stuff that you can do. Yes. Yeah, don't uh, don't freeze don't up freeze and up. Uh, nope. <laughs> stop the process. Mm-hmm. Because there's and do you have any? Pl- well, there's oh, always um. What I did do during that time was I created new products. So some of the things that are on on deck are um, hibiscus butter and uh, hibiscus oh, wow. uh, vinaigrette, which is they're both they're both coming out pretty good because. When I brew, the flour is still remains um, intact. The flour right. that I, I brew with is whole. It is uh, pretty darn fresh because it still maintains its moisture. And so after the brewing process, the flour is still usable. So I didn't want to use um, to com- just compost it. Um, what I did right. was try different things. I've, um, I've dried it and... It's great on uh, salads or just like a snack. And uh, I'm working with the hibiscus butter and hi- the vinaigrette. So I look for some new products. Nice. That's what I was going to ask next. <laughs> and then I was going to ask you as well, uh, what's your favorite way to use your beverages? I hear, I, I don't, um, I just like them over ice, just the way that they were intended. Over ice is perfect. However, I've been told (laughs) by various people that it is a great mixer for vodka. So, um, interesting, interesting, (laughs) and um, and any of the lighter alcohols. So, uh, because I don't drink, so I'm not going to sample it that way. But uh, (laughs) I also like to make. You know, my nieces and my nephews like it quite a bit. So I like to make it different for them and I, I make ice cubes for them and then just pour it, um, club soda over it. And oh, okay. Uh, kind of like a science experiment for them to see the different stages of things. So they don't even yeah. know that it's science. No, that sounds good. <laughs> sounds very good. Well, I, uh, appreciate you taking time today. We're excited to have your product out. I'm going to go get some as soon as we're done here. Um, I can't wait to try it. And, uh, usually I try to get there before we do these. And, uh, so I apologize. I haven't had it yet, but, uh, I heard all the excitement around it when you're here sampling. So, oh, great. um, so yeah, we're super excited and I'm glad that we could, uh, you know, get your product in and, and have you be so happy that you were lost three times <laughs> getting home. So that's why I came to the co-op world. It's great to be able to work with such amazing, you know, producers with, uh, really cool stories and, um, and I hope, you know, you, you feel better with the ribs, uh, heal, and, uh, we can have you back out here anytime you would like to sample. Thank you. Thank you. I'm looking, to, I'm looking forward to the spring fling. Yes. Yes. That's going to be fun. It's our second annual, uh, kind of, uh, event up on the rooftop. So, I'm looking forward um, to since I've been here, I kept looking at that roof and I'm like, what can we do up there? <laughs> and, uh, Stacy kind of made it a reality, uh, last October. So I think, uh, 
this will be even better. So, yeah. So, and it's, uh, we'll have some new folks there too, which is awesome. I'm looking forward to it. Great. So uh, I'll let you get some rest and uh, thank you for joining us today. It's uh, been great. And uh, you actually taught me a few things that uh, I needed. So, which is awesome as well. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. I'll see Take you care. soon. Thank you. Bye-bye.